Hello, welcome to this very special episode, a Christmas special episode of The Film Angle. I'm, my name is Chris. And I'm Alex. Well, I said I and then mine. We're already going off to a good start because I am, I don't know if I'm happy that we did this Christmas special, Alex. I was really excited about it. I think your suggestion this week kind of helped us. I think I shot us both in the foot here. I think I fucked us up. <laughs> Do you not feel uber festive? Did the f- the festivities not increase after watching these two films, Chris? Uh, so for anyone who's not aware or didn't listen to last week's episode, this Christmas special, we challenged each other to re sort of revamp the streaming that the, the films that streaming forgot segment that we did before, where we challenge each other to watch um, a movie kind of lost in the streaming sphere, like on Prime or on Netflix, so you can't find these movies anywhere, but we've managed to find them. <laughs> like, these are sort of movies that kind <laughs> the of... The depths of exactly. Amazon Prime. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so we both went away, picked our films for each other. Alex, we actually only picked the same movie, which is yeah, bizarre. Yeah, we did, which, out of all the films we could have watched, and I think we were both edging originally towards, like, very classic Hallmark kind of bad christmas movie and then yeah. we we strayed away thinking oh well, I'll, I'll put in something that the other person isn't going to think about and then came out with very similar <laughs> films i think the thing is i watched one of those kind of movies earlier this month mm. i was like that's enough i enjoyed yes. it but i'm not going to do that again <laughs> yeah. um so yeah we both nearly we both nearly picked the same one you ended up going for santa sway um, which is like a 2005 horror comedy Santa is a bad boy and wants to kill everybody. He goes on a yes. rampage. Well, he's um, a demon. He's a demon. He's the baddest of bad boys. We'll get into that. We'll get into the story. There's an apology to this thing. It has a lot more going for it than what I picked for you, which you said to me, I asked you how was watching Fat Man 2020, um, starring <laughs> Mel Gibson and Walton Goggins. Um, you told me that it was very consistent with all the other picks I've done for you previously <laughs> in this segment. And I immediately knew that I had done a bad thing. Yeah, you weren't wrong. You weren't wrong. <laughs> it, it was homework. <laughs> oh, it was homework. It was fucking homework. I made such a mistake of leaving both of these movies to Sunday. I did one yeah. during the day and one in the evening. And I honestly, I like all the festive cheer that was probably built up in the last month was completely just squeezed out of me like a toothpaste tube in the the space of a day oh my god oh my god that that movie is we'll get into it we'll like we'll we'll get into it the movie is god awful yeah yeah well let's save it let's save it chris (laughs) Uh, i do need to remind you you, (laughs) If you're going to talk about the series, the films that stream and forgot, you need to sing the name. Okay. Well, I haven't come up with... You just want me to come up with a melody? No, you just got to be like, the films that stream and forgot. Oh, that's exactly that. the melody I had in my head. I pretty, oh, perfect. Yeah. That's, that's, the new, that's the new jingle. The jingle that we wanted last week. I, I, yeah. I did it, but you got to sing it. <laughs> we can do it like scat. A little bit something. We'll work on it for the new year. Is that scat? Yeah, that's kind of yeah. That's kind yeah, yeah. You're like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of yeah. That's what you sound like. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll <laughs> sing it. it Go up, sing it. What now? Yeah, because I'll put <laughs> the guitar I, I, on it in I, the I, edit. I, no, because I'll do more like a I'm more of a musical theater guy. So I'll I'll put a bit more like a Hugh Jackman energy towards it, right? Oh God, have I got to put like Cats the musical 
yeah, songs you can, underneath you, this. Well, you can do that, or you can. I'll put, go and you, sing it to memories. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll sing it like Jean Valjean, and I'll wear a cravat. Um, no, I don't understand uh, the ditching, reference. We're, we're, we're ditching the jingle. We'll leave that yours for I wait better me. Wait, I reckon I could do it. I reckon I could do the cat's memories. Where there, right. That streaming for gold. That's not bad, actually. There you Although go. I'm getting slight PTSD from YK 2020. <laughs> <laughs> that's there. You go. That's the, the, that's our that's our jingle. Maybe I'll add guitar to that. You'll find out in the edit. <laughs> oh God. Well, you told me actually I didn't listen to the last episode, and you edited the last episode, and apparently there's some little sound effects, sound effects, which isn't usually like us. I think. Because usually time constraint, we want to try to do a little bit more of that in the future, don't we? They call me the new Hans Zimmer on the streets. Although he's, well, they're starting to say that Hans Zimmer is kind of like losing his edge now. Well, that's why I'm the new one. I'm like the new fresh Hans Zimmer. You're like the guy who does, like, who does the Mandalorian uh, music. He's Michael Giacchino. Isn't he not got like a, like a, like a Swedish Nordic sort of name? Is it not? Is it like Mikel Giacchino? Oh right, yeah. No, no, that's no, that's sounding right. <laughs> I feel like maybe we should search this before. Uh, let me have a look. No, no, it's it's it. it's Michael Giacchino, and he's he's American. So where did I get that from? I don't know. Oh god, <laughs> don't know. terrible. Yeah, I feel like Daniel Pemberton, who did the Across the Spider Verse stuff. He's he's the new fresh thing on the streets, right? On the streets, the fresh thing was he like a burger on the side of the street? <laughs> the streets of musical <laughs> composition. He's like he's like Banksy. Yeah, only only because I'm just like, oh man, that's such a that's such a cool school. And our future episodes will most likely be our year reviews. And if we're gonna say anything. About the best score of a year, I think it goes to Across the Spider Verse. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you were going to say like Godzilla for some reason there. Um. No, no, that's just because we were talking <laughs> no, about that no, earlier. Right. <laughs> no, it's Daniel Pemberton, man. The but then I'm looking at the other films he's done. Anola Holmes too. Oh, say that you say that under your breath. Actually, I've not I seen remember- it. I've not seen it. Anola Holmes one. It's okay. Anola Holmes two. Pretty good movie. And actually has a really good score. And I actually still remember the main theme of that movie, the music in my head. I could I could tell you I could I could hum it back to you now. It wouldn't mean anything to you, but I can still remember that music. So I get it. I get it. Oh well he is bloody good then. He is yeah. bloody good. He is anyway. good. There's a new rival in town and his name is Alex Hunt, because he put a little bit of guitar and some jingle bells in the last episode of the Film Angle podcast. Holy shit, watch out. Watch out Pemberton. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's not as good as last year. Whenever we did the Halloween special, not this year, the year before, and I put in, I put in some witch cackles. I don't. I don't do you remember that? I don't remember that. I'll take your word for it. Though. You said it was good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it is. I'm sure right, it is. Right. I'm sure it is. Christmas, anyway, cr- the Christmas special of. They're streaming for gold. That's brilliant. Thank you. It's brilliant. I'm still not confident enough yet. I know, I know. You should have. I, I feel like you should have harmonized with me there, but you know, you're you're like you're on stage. This is Dale and Brennan at the Catalina Wine Mixer, but I'm not coming up to help you. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for leaving me hanging there. Could have harmonized. Could have been the greatest thing in the world. But there you go. So, whenever you think of Santa Claus, 
who do you think who would you cast as Santa Claus? Who? Ooh. Yeah. Like you think of you always think of like a Richard Attenborough type and you know, obviously he did play Santa Claus and everything. But do you think like WWE wrestler? I think The Rock. <laughs> I think The Rock. <laughs> I'm surprised he time. hasn't actually. I'm surprised he hasn't played Santa. <laughs> it does seem like something he would do. I mean He played the Tooth Fairy. He did. He did. Wasn't he like wearing like um like an American football jersey or something in that? Like he had like shoulder pads. He was like I just remember the poster. Yeah, he's got his arm he's looking sassy, he's got his arms crossed or something. <laughs> yeah. It's like a Vin Diesel pacifier sort of stuff. Anyway. <laughs> Santa Slay. Are you drinking beer there? Are you still drinking your beer? I am drinking beer, yes. <laughs> one of us is drinking tonight, the other one isn't. One of us is drinking. Yes, so, shall we talk about the film that I challenged you to watch, Chris? Yeah. yeah. Though I must say, this time, for the first time in the films that stream of Forgot History, we have both seen both films now, so it makes the conversation more interesting, um, mm-hmm. and hopefully limits you from picking too bad cho- too many bad choices in the future. Yeah, um, don't give me the reins. Don't give yeah, me the reins. because you don't want to be watching Atlantis on top. Um, so, yeah, no, I challenge you to watch the 2005 film Santa's Slay, mm-hmm. uh, directed by David Steinman, who was a former assistant to Brett Ratner, apparently, the disgrace Brett Ratner, mm. uh, <laughs> and features, as you were kind of hinting towards, uh, Bill Goldberg as Santa Claus. Give me a little summary of the, uh, give me a little, or shall we let's listen to the trailer? Yeah. And then give me yeah, a little yeah. summary of what you what you saw in the film. Give the people a little flavor. Grandpa, I want the truth about Christmas. If it's the truth you want, then it's the scary truth you're going to have. According to the Book of Claus, Santa, Satan's only son, lost a bet and was forced to spread Christmas cheer. But now, all bets are off. Santa? Yes, there is a Santa Claus. a myth or a legend. He's real. Only he's not bearing gifts and presents anymore. Christmas can sure scare the dickens out of people. He's scary yet educational. I'm just trying to spread a little yuletide fear. So, yeah, you kind of got the gist of it there. Santa Claus is not really the Santa that we know him to be. Well, he has been. He has been for the last 1,000 years. The last mm. 1,000 years, he has been a good boy. Ah, but he lost a bet. He is actually, Santa Claus is actually a demon who lost a bet with an angel 1,000 years ago. So um, he became somewhat of a menace, like someone who bullied or killed people, you know, he killed children and people in general. I think yeah, that was he just his... went on rampages. Yeah, it doesn't it? explain like, why. He just doesn't like, really explain what his point is. <laughs> yeah, he just goes around and basically, you know, is living his best Grand Theft Auto life, basically. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, he lost his bet to like an old man. He's like he's secretly an angel, um, and yeah. So for one thousand years, he had to be good and actually give presents and be the Santa that we knew him to be. But the one thousand years has just ran out. All bets are off, and Santa Claus is back on his rage again. And uh, yeah, um, it kind of goes straight ahead into the movie though. Like he's already rampaging without context. Mm. Um, 
You get a little bit in that like pre-credits uh, or like the opening credit, should I say, yes. has a bit of a book and there's a Santa Claus with a timer and the timer keeps going down. I do think production value wise, like this film had had pretty good. That, like, the book, quite interesting. The book thing at the start, like the opening credits is quite fun. I actually did quite like that. It kind of reminded me of like the Evil Dead, like the book from that. Mm. Um how it kind of maps out like the prophecy stuff and it kind of takes you through like like the book starts off during the opening title sequence at like 1065 and then it goes to like the renaissance period and everything like that mm. and that's kind of fun and um, this is after he's taken down like a a family of, of um, yeah well this is the thing i th- i assumed going in that he would be like oh he's gonna start offing naughty kids or people on the naughty list kind of thing yeah uh, but instead, he he just kills anyone. It doesn't matter. And he kills a whole family of people, which includes James Can, um, who was yeah. an F. <laughs> uncredited, uncredited, uncredited. James Can is he uncredited? He's I didn't uncredited. It's like I would have thought they would have put that on the fucking poster, even though he's in, even <laughs> in one scene. You know, just to get people to watch the movie. But obviously, he might have watched it back and went, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah, surprised he did another Christmas film after this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, was this? Elf was two years before this, right? Oh, you might be right, actually. Was yeah. Elf, which is because mad because this film Elf. looks so much older than Elf. Yeah, you're right. Elf was 2003. Um, he was like, I'm coming in for another one. This could be another classic Christmas. But he does look younger in this for some reason. I think maybe it's the pencil mustache they give him. I think it's just, I think it's <laughs> the fact that the film looks like it's from the 80s. It, that's mean. It does though, <laughs> it and does it's not—it's not bad. It's like cool. a very nostalgic. It feels like an old eighties, like maybe late eighties, early nineties. Mm. The quality straight to I... straight to DVD or straight to video. Yes, um, I, I think you're right because I we watched this on Prime, so it said 720p, but it looked pretty. You know, it looked like a VHS transfer a little bit. Yeah, so maybe that's why. Maybe only ever released on that format, and that's why it kind of looks a bit old and crappy. But like. The action scenes, at least early on in the movie, are actually there's some creative kills. Like, yeah, they're not badly I, I shot. I agree. I think this is where you have when you have somebody like Bill Goldberg playing Santa, then you've got some kind. You you have an action man. Yes, essentially, and he can probably bring a little bit to it, like yeah. creatively as well. He definitely, like, I mean, I don't. Were you a WWE person growing up, Chris? Um, it's weird. Like as a kid, no, I, I, no, I thought, no, was I thought, I thought it, you know, I, I have a respect for it now. I, I really, I genuinely do. Um, but as a kid, I thought it was weird. Yeah. I just can not get it. I, I used to like, I had this older, um, cousin that used to go to their house, uh, like uh, during holidays. And he used to always, I used to always get stuck in a room of him and he was always watching WWE and he'd always like live out his weird, fantasy on me and like use me as a prop and like do pile drivers and like throw me around the room and i i hated going to their house so that was my relationship with wwe just being pummeled by a little being, boy. i literally got pummeled yeah so no um i i i, I recognize his voice though his voice sounds like is like iconic to me uh i i don't know i have no idea i had a look he's definitely been in films yeah. Um. But yeah. No. I. I don't know he's him. But I think he's. I think, I think he does fine. He's brilliant. I thought. Yeah. Of all, like he looks the part. I think it's a really cool looking evil Santa. I. Th- I think he completely looks the part. I think he. He. He definitely like. 
is is walking the line between like funny and and sinister. I think I think he's absolutely got it. I yeah. th- I, th- I thought he was great. It was, he, was, he was the highlight of, of of this film. I thought it was hilarious every time he he comes on screen riding a sleigh pulled by like a giant bison. Yeah, that's what I said. They call, they call it like they call it like a, a reindeer, but it's clearly a bison. Yeah, <laughs> like, like I'm so confused. I'm like every time the bison is in this is on the screen, I'm trying to like confirm it in my mind. Is it a bison? Yeah. <laughs> like, is this is this animal cruelty? Did they you know what have they what did they do? <laughs> and it's real. It looks like a real bison, right? At least for when it's standing, like even when it's moving in the action scenes, like it's it's questionable. It might be it might be real yeah. as well. Um, yeah, he just goes around like destroying things and doing whatever he wants, and and the idea is he's like some kind of spawn of Satan, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so mainly the film was just kind of like a little bit of plot, uh, surrounded by scenes of him just going to strip clubs and living out his fantasies. That bit, com- that bit confused me, right? You got this, you got the strip club saying about fifteen minutes into the movie. And you think that like five stars, yeah. Five You're stars thinking five stars. <laughs> it should have left that to the end, and then it would have been a crescendo effect on you. Um, but like you go in and you're like you're trying to work out like right. I get it. He's a bad. He's a bad guy. Uh, he's not. He's not very nice. He kills people. But he seems to be like specifically targeting this strip club. Like oh he's gonna he's going to go there to have a good time and he immediately just goes in there and like kills everybody. Well, like, I'm just like because he because he immediately like just sexually assaults one of the women. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he just he, grabs her. Yeah, he grabs and, her, and then and the security guys try to take him out, so he decides just to kill everyone. Yeah, I mean, like he. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what he was after there. Mm. <laughs> it is interesting. <laughs> that is the thing. It is annoying that like this film spends so much time putting context behind why he's evil that it doesn't put any context into like what he's doing it for mm. or like why he's here. And I guess like there's a little bit near the end as we, you know the town is called Hell and he's <laughs> yeah, he's, no. actively, he's, <laughs> he's actively searching out the angel that tricked him into becoming you know the good Santa mm. that we all know. And love, yes. um, <laughs> but yeah, that reveal is like really late in the movie. Like, I, so I was late, too late, way too, too late. late. That well, the that the that the angel is actually we got two, we kind of got two other main characters. Well, three main characters. We've got Grandpa, which is Robert Culp. Um, yeah. I've seen him. I recognize him again. Is he just? He's just Grandpa, though, right? He's he he's called Grandpa. Uh, his yeah. son, his grandson, are it's like his. One of his parents are dead. One of them's still around, but like not doesn't live with him. Mm-hmm. So um, the son, the grandson of Grandpa is Nicholas Yulson. Yes, um, yeah, Saint Nick. <laughs> and uh, he works in the um, this like the deli shop with another girl called Mary, and yeah. um, they they kind of got this like teenage budding romance thing kind of going on, and like it's just kind of. Similar to like you know Hocus Pocus, whenever like the two teenagers and that are like they're kind of fancy each other, but this whole like event brings them together. It's kind of like that yes. sort of thing. And they've both like he's got a weird granddad, and and it's alluded to the fact that she's got a weird family that like hunting things. Oh yeah, like she like yeah she, she brings, brings over Wolverine, Wolverine, but it looks like raw. It's really weird. 
Yeah, there's like a quick cut, like a one second quick cut to like just like rotting flesh or something. Yeah, <laughs> like, that I, that was weird. I mean, a lot of this film is weird. I'm I'm talking about it as if like it does yeah. work. It doesn't really, no. but it it's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I feel like I do feel like I'm overpraising it. I feel like I had yeah. more fun than I remember. <laughs> it was <laughs> um, shit. <laughs> but, yeah, but it's like I think the real problem with it is, no, yeah, it is kind of shit, but. <laughs> The action is fun, but yeah, you're right. Like that little moment with the Wolverine, that felt like straight out of like um, a Wayland Brother, like scary movie sort of mm. skit. Like you know, one of those weird comedy moments that don't work. But this is also like a movie that wants to be. It wants to be Back to the Future, but it also wants to be like the the movie for the guys. It wants to be the movie where like Santa Claus goes in the strip club, but also like wants to be this like PG family comedy at the same time like the stuff with the the grandpa like they try to make it really wholesome yeah um, and they have so like when they give you the history behind um you know the for some reason a, a curling <laughs> competition oh, yeah. which is all done in stop motion for a backlash yeah. thing which is looks like the old what's the what's like, the guy like the rudolph stuff yeah, yeah. Is it, there is an actual guy that is it like who did that um are you not talking about like the like the land of the lost guy are you i don't know or like the yeah like um he did all like fuck like, like the ben hur stuff and everything ray harryhausen yes did he do the christmas stuff no <laughs> no that's what i was thinking <laughs> but but they're 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 kind of one in the same thing they're kind of got that sort of like scratchiness to them but, but there yeah, is ah, what, what is it called though yeah i know you talk about it you like we talked about rudolph last year actually yeah, I, th- I swear there's a guy who, who kind of, they call it like, oh, it's his style, right? Oh, well, just add it to the list of things that we don't know. Um, yeah, we know, you know. You know the guy. <laughs> you know, you the, know guy. the guy. Anyway, yeah, in that old Rudolph style, you know, stop motion. Which is yeah, a really they... weird stop motion because at the start you're like, oh, that's kind of fun and impressive. And then it's actually quite, you know, as it goes on, it's pretty shit. <laughs> is it (laughs) it's kind of okay but like it looks a little bit like university project stop motion like it's not bad but it's It's like at the end of it it's got like a fade of like the it goes under the water and then there's this like seal (laughs) it does like a a dissolve under the screen (laughs) it's got charm it's got charm it's got charm it's a cool it's a cool little like a little extra little bit of spice to add into the movie i I'll, i'll say that yeah, I, I I thought it was charming. Um, I liked that. I like that. I do feel like the only reason it's a curling competition between Satan and the Angel is because obviously we get a rematch near the end of the film, and I yeah. feel like the only reason it's that is because they had like a couple of days on an ice rink where they could film, yeah. and they were like, "We need to do something cool with this ice yeah. rink." Well, they had this whole school, didn't they? I mean, there's a lot of like nighttime stranger things kind of like creeping around the inside of a school at the end of the movie mm. um so the, you can tell it's a school there's lockers everywhere they're actually in classrooms and probably this yeah they got this ice rink because it's canada i don't know ice rinks are normal in high schools in canada um probably probably <laughs> so they probably got a, a really good package deal on this thing <laughs> i've been like where they've just had like an ice rink in the town it's just like a random like a little one like on a oh, like like a hallmark movie yeah so i'm like i can see it okay well yeah like yeah this thing's this thing's a mixed bag it is just like it's three different things at once but it's kind of fun 
it's it is very fun. And it's only like it says seventy five minutes, but with credits, it's like seventy minutes. So yeah, it, there's episodes of TV that are longer than this. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm 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 glad it was as short as it was because like I liked it. It outstays as welcome if, if, it, went, if it went it. any longer. Yeah, I th- I definitely lose an interest by the end because it is just kind of like chasing after chasing. After yes, chasing, because but... Santa is so one note and is yeah. like there's nothing else to say. There's yeah. nothing else to do. There's no and more strip clubs in hell. I think I think the kills get a little bit less creative as the movie goes on too. I think yeah. Like they're not as fun as they were. Like there were some really good. Oh, that's I've actually never saw. It. Like the thing with the in the strip club with the guy getting electrocuted with the stripper pole. Like I, I've never seen that done before. That was quite. I was quite. That sounds really basic the way I'm describing it because you can't really describe a kill like that. But you see in the movie and you're like, okay, that's actually pretty cool. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it. It's a it's a movie for the for your friends to hang around the sofa and have a few beers at that's that's and yeah. um, i think it would have been more fun if we actually watched it together together yeah i did laugh i did laugh out loud and i was by myself a couple of times yeah so, i chuckled i chuckled yes throughout because because like, you're not sad like you just chuckled to yourself like i actually laughed like a maniac by myself yeah i did have m next to me but she was ill um and she fell asleep so i don't know if that was because she was ill or because it made of her her film. Ill. but uh, i chuckled i chuckled quite a bit I was like, this is this is stupid i like Alex, it i'll say it's a win though in terms of the segment because i think it's probably the best movie that we've covered on it ever on the film angle ever on the film angle 2023 <laughs> this might make my top 10 of 2023 even though it came out in 2005 yeah and it really doesn't look like it came out in 2005 but i think you're Last right like, th- there's, i had fun with this film it's under an hour and a half under an hour and a half yeah perfect, perfect. 70 minutes like it's like the old school disney movies were like mm. longer than that so you know i'm surprised like even like looking at the kind of I was trying to look at this film online and just see like if many people had even seen it on Letterbox or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But it really doesn't have that much of like, and I know the whole point of this is that it's like films that streaming forgot, so we're trying to find the depths. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the type of film it is with the WWE wrestler in it, it is very stupid. It is very B movie. I was expecting at least some kind of cult following. Yeah, but... I think if it just looked a little bit nicer and didn't look so old and had a little bit of a better camera and sound sounds a bit shit in this movie too i think if it just had a little bit more of that but would have lost it had a bit of polish i don't think so no i think i think it i like i liked how stupid it looked yeah i think bill goldberg's fine i think it just needed to add like a little bit extra motivation i don't know sometimes i'm just like watching the movie and i haven't laughed in 20 minutes i'm like oh i'm actually just like getting into the story what the fuck's going on with me <laughs> <laughs> this was distributed by lionsgate though was it there you go this is what i'm reading now yeah but they must have just been one of their yeah again oh yeah because apparently they like re-released it in 2008 which doesn't make any sense to me again but <laughs> because it just doesn't look like a film from 2008 Production yes. company is called VIP Midian Fonds One. <laughs> Who knows? Who okay, knows? but I mean, yeah. Oh, can I say one more thing about the movie that actually made me laugh? Um, not intentionally. The music, <laughs> the music is awful. Um, 
especially like even when they're using licensed music but they're they can't get like the rights you know they can't get the fucking temptations to sing christmas songs or whatever like that so they get like there's obviously this one band that they got for the whole movie that are like really amateurly singing all of these christmas hits and it's like you know somebody just put on like a queen tribute band or something that you're you're that your dad's in and just started strumming along so I find that stuff quite funny. Yeah, is it just me? Or was it, it? It was Rocky as well, right? I feel like I, I just can't remember the music that much. Rocky. Didn't they have was oh, it like yeah. rock rock versions of of some of it. Yeah, like you just had moments like in action scenes, not even when any songs are on, where it's just like Christmas, like you know, carols that are that have got like a bassy like guitar, um, spin on them. Yeah. I remember I that. I can't remember the music sticking out so much to me, but like I said, I watched it a few days ago. You watched it last night, so. Oh yes, it was yesterday. <laughs> Jesus, man, I thought this does not feel like yesterday. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah. Santa Slay. S L A Y. If you're typing that in on which Amazon Prime, does it deserve to be forgotten? I don't think it deserves to be forgotten. I think people can have fun with this. I think if yeah. you get a group of like-minded people, uh. Altogether, you'll like this thing. Yes, I agree. I agree. It's for beers with the lads. Yeah, you might not get all the way through it, though. Like, you're fine getting halfway through this thing, and then, like, okay, you've had your full meal. You know what I mean? You're not going to get much else Yeah. after that. Just stick it on for half an hour. Laugh at it. Ditch it. There you go. There you go. Shall we move on to the choice that you picked for me, Chris? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you want to introduce it? And then we'll listen to the listen to the trailer together. This movie came out in twenty twenty, Alex. I didn't hear about this was actually reviewed by critics. On IMDB, <laughs> it has a meta score of forty, reviewed by hundred and twenty one critics. It Real stars people watch this. <laughs> yeah. People people watch this. They sat down and they pressed this thing. It stars Mel Gibson, it stars Walton Goggins, it stars Marianne Jean Baptiste, who I really liked in um, in Fabric that we watched together a few years mm, ago. Yes, um, yeah. So Mel Gibson is Santa Claus, or as the movie would like to call him, Fat Man. What a strange title! Like very strange. It just does not sound like a movie, does it? No, it doesn't sound like a movie. It centers around like you have to understand. Like the first 30 minutes of this movie is already going to exhaust anybody who tries to watch it because you're just trying to like figure out what the fuck this thing is trying to do. (laughs) Well, (laughs) maybe, maybe, maybe if we. Is he Santa? Is he. It took me 40 minutes to kind of work out he was Santa. Everyone's like, he's going around the town. He's dressed like. He's dressed like George Lucas has gone to Canada for the, for for the winter. Yeah, it's, um, it feels like there are times when you're not sure if they got the rights to say Santa Claus, but then occasionally they do say Santa Claus. Do you need rights to say Santa Claus? Well, that's what I was thinking. Well, that's what I was thinking during this film, and it's like it's not like his name's Nick, which would be the Claus. The Claus family will come after oh, you. Yeah, but it's, his it's, name it's is like his, his, his name is Chris. And then Mrs. Claus, who isn't Mrs. Claus, is just called Ruth. Yeah, Ruth. Why? I yeah. don't understand. But but I think the trailer does better justice of this film than the film actually does. So mm. if you guys weren't listening last week, then here's a little taste of what the film is. And then we'll try and explain it to you after this. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing wrong. 
lost my influence. Maybe it's time I retired the coat. You still have it. Some kids with a deer rifle put two holes in the sleigh, one in me. All I have is a loathing for a world that's forgotten. The United States military would like to procure your services. This is a one-time deal, gentlemen. How are you, Mike? Nicole and the kids are well, I hope. Where are you? Job. I'm lucky to kill Santa Claus. Yeah, I think the trailer kind of plays it out to be, well, for the most part, like a serious cat and mouse thriller. Yeah, I mean, the the trailer, I thought, at least was going to be like, okay, you know what you're getting into? You, you're going to have these two guys are going to, you know, you've got the, you've got the kid who hires a hitman to kill Santa and we're going to find out how he goes about trying to do that. And it's a really drawn out version of that. And it's not so like Walton Goggins. Excellent. By the way, he's always great. Uh, He's actually fine. He is fine in this. He does. And there's a bit of story about like why he doesn't like Christmas and stuff like that. But the actual, like, you know, he's trying to find out where Santa Claus lives it's not that interesting. It's not that much of a mystery. No, because we know. Because <laughs> we know. But also, but also just like, what does he do? He just follows where the letters go. But like, this is a film that's that's over an hour and a half. And it's just him like slowly wait, making his way to the North Pole yeah. with no rhyme or reason or intrigue or anything like that. And then obviously intercut between elements of Mel Gibson's Santa Claus, who's dealing with the American government who have some kind of financial stake in his, you know, Christmas empire, which looks like a, like a small town factory worker job, but this is the real Santa Claus. Also, he doesn't like the fact that kids aren't as nice anymore. And that's the reason why financially they're not doing as well, but because the elves who are, who are actually elves for some reason in this kind of very gritty serious film. Yes. A very good work as the American government is like, we'll help you out financially, but we want you to want your elves to make military jet fighter jet parts for us. Yeah. They want for to make a few like, months like data chips or something like that. Yeah. All I can think is, is that this is what people who turned up to see the Phantom Menace with all the anticipation of the original trilogy, only to see like tax federation trade routes be a part Whoa. of the main story. But with less of the baggage, because <laughs> yeah. in this film, there's no expectation as to what this film's going to be. But you're talking about kind of <laughs> subsidies within a Christmas empire. <laughs> That's such a great submission. I mean, you were walking on thin ice there because I do quite like Phantom Menace. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I like Phantom Menace too, and I obviously didn't go in with the anticipation of like, what are we, what are we learning about today? Trade Federation routes. <laughs> it is so dull. I mean, this thing it does look like a movie. Like, yeah, you yeah. know. It's not it's not Santa Slay. Like this isn't like a B movie. This is a thing that like got made and Paramount Pictures logo is hidden very in the small print somewhere on the poster. Um 
it is just strange. It feels like, you know, when you go in a boardroom and everybody, like you're watching like an episode of The Apprentice where like 10 people are hurling ideas and they're all awful and all completely mm. different to the next. And it's like the the team leader just kind of took them all and said yes to all of them. Um, I do feel sorry for the movie in the way. Uh, it's two brothers. Who, no, because they made, yeah, they give you such a horrible day. Uh, and, and, and I, yeah, it, 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 honestly... We 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 were gonna we wanted to have some fun with this. After you yes. told me you seen, you saw this first, you told me that it sucked. I had to go in. Knowing <laughs> I, that. I no, tried to like not give it away too much. You <laughs> said that it was consistent with the picks I made previously, which I know that sucked, right? So I had to go into this thing telling like Laura and like we're gonna sit down and watch this for one hour and forty minutes, and it's gonna suck. But we're gonna try to make it not suck. There is nothing to latch on in this thing it's not even like funny ironically it's just dull it looks like a, it looks like one of the more recent Clint Eastwood movies palette wise I can't even it takes 30 minutes to kind of work out is he Santa is he like are we what what is going on what's the, dy- the dynamic in this town mm-hmm. um, Walton Goggins we know that he's got this like revenge thing going on but again like Santa Slay we get a reveal at the end of the movie, which is just comes too late. It comes too late to like be fun or anything. Um, but I feel I do feel sorry for it. It's two brothers that made this. Um, the Nelms twins, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the <laughs> um, Nelm brothers. The Nelm, the Nelm brothers. Yeah, the Nelms. Uh, both, both the Nelms. Both. <laughs> the Nelms. The Nelms. That sounds, that sounds Christmassy. I mean, that's probably what. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they both they wrote and directed this movie. It feels like I get. Like halfway through it, you start to get I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to make this like a black comedy, but, but it's not funny. It's not funny. It it's is not, not funny. funny at all. It is. It's not. really not funny. It's and I read that they shopped this script around for ten years. They should oh, shit, have really? given up. Ten years. Yeah, they shopped this around for ten years. Jesus, man. I don't. All right. I feel. I feel bad saying they should have given up now. You shouldn't give up because maybe there could have been a whole bunch of like studio interference and stuff like that. So, is this for kids or I guess it's rated a fifteen, and it feels like it's got it wants to be like a Netflix Kurt Russell Christmas movie as well, and, and uh, but it also wants to be like it wants to be Liam Neeson like Finn avenging his daughter here. It's like it feels like good? it harkens back to those kind of eighties films where you got like two big hitters you know, come together by the end of the film, like, you're going to watch this person punch this person. Oh, yeah, it's like Enemy of the Gear. Have you ever seen that movie with, like, with Jude Law? It's, like, trying to be that movie. Yeah, but... except it's Mel Gibson and Walton Goggins. It's, like, it's never a fight that uh, you were like, oh, I really want to see these two go up against each other. Yeah. And Mel what? Gibson seems bored. And I know his I know his Santa is supposed to be, like, a grumpy Santa who's kind of lost some of the spirit because kids are naughty these days, which feels very much like, oh, well, back in my days, kids were a lot friendlier. Yeah. And, and I disagree the, fight, with you. the fight sucks. Yeah, it does suck at the end. I, I disagree, though. I think he's giving it more effort than it deserves. <laughs> I, I, I just don't think they knew what, what the character was, and he's just like trying to play it as an everyman i think that's really what comes across at the end like, do you think this get... is, do you think it, that this was like an attempt to kind of like change public perception of him i can't remember what else he was doing around this time but it definitely feels like hey guys 
look, I, I can be like your everyman. I could be your, your, a blue collar worker, owner of a small business in rural America. I've got a black wife. I didn't say racist things. It's all good. I, you know what, dude? I actually, you know, I, I thought about that. I, I did think that the casting choice um, of Marianne, even though I think she's, she's fine in this, she's probably one of the better performances in the movie, but like, it, it is it did seem like an on the nose thing but i guess it's like ugh, i don't know people kind of forget them apart from people like us like people who are in the you know or people who if you're a, you know way above us and are in the industry will will have that sort of buried into their heads but the guy has been making like his hacksaw ridge was years ago now and it was like it got mm-hmm. an oscar nominated and I think he's just in this rhythm now of like he'll make a movie that is like critically acclaimed every seven years, and in the meantime he'll just do like Bruce Willisy sort of roles. I think that's yeah. his, his shtick at the minute. Um, but yeah, I mean, Walton Goggins gets gets dirtied here. I mean, yeah, I mean he's, he's taking great. orders he's from great. a twelve year old little little well, like as he's got it on his phone a little shit. Mm. I hated the kid in this movie. Yeah, I mean he plays he he you know he plays a bad like I think. Because you hate him, like he's probably good, right? With a little kid, yeah. Because you hate him. He's not like Joffrey. I'm not like going like, yes, I can't wait to see this character on the screen again. I'm like, oh, he is a bit of my screen though. He's like, yeah, you are. You do want to punch him? Yeah. We don't con- we don't condone punching twelve. No, no. Like, I, like if I saw a yeah. numeral life officer, would not punch him. Yeah, I'm like, just saying you know, you'd want to punch yeah. him. It's like you, the hypothetical. Like, I want to punch that. Yeah, kid. You yeah. want to punch kid? I won't do it. He does torture people. And yeah. trying to oh, kill yeah. his grand. He, he orders Walton Goggins to kill, like, to threaten a little girl with her, of her life because he won't. She won the prize at a science fair, and he didn't. Yeah, and get the fuck out, man. But um, Walton Goggins, how is he getting hired by by twelve year olds? Like, how did that relationship start? Like, what was the opening phone call that day where he's got a phone call from a twelve year old and he's like, "Yeah, I'll take that job on." Yeah, and he's like, and he's, he's happy like kidnapping other kids and allowing him to torture them. Yeah, but then he's like, he's got other rules where he's like, oh, I won't do that. It's too much risk on me. And you know, I, yeah, I don't understand. I think Walton Goggins is doing the best he can bloody do in this movie. He yeah. is just like playing it straight. Um, also, he's, did he's, he love Santa? Because he was like collecting all these things. Yeah, I think it's just upset. It's like, I don't know. It's like getting to know your enemy, isn't it? It's like, like obsessing. So what's the thing is the reveal of the movie at the end is that his parents were abusive, like physically abusive to him because he's got these like scars and burn marks on his body. And we don't know mm. through the movie what that's all about. And at the end, it's revealed that like he wished he asked Santa if he could replace his parents and, Santa couldn't do that, obviously. <laughs> so he's he's kept this grudge his whole life and wants to kill Santa for it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, it's a boring film. It's so boring. I don't, and like the military stuff, like what was that all about? Because that didn't looks, really come into play in the so end either. Dull. Yeah, and it's like they got this whole thing where it's like, oh, the military coming in and they're gonna completely ruin this lovely environment, and then he one the head military guy um spends a lot of time with the head elf like he's called number seven they're all they're all named after numbers and uh he spends some time with him and he's like oh i i quite like the way these elves work they're actually they're quite they, they'd be great with us you know we we love them and everything but that goes nowhere um and i'm trying to remember like in the fight he mainly 
fights elves, right? Like Walton Goggins mainly shooting elves. He's not shooting military. Oh, it's so it's much. like it's a mass- there's a few it's an elf massacre. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't like the. So here's the thing. You know the two of them are going to have a standoff at some point. For, within the first five minutes, you know that the idea, and maybe because of the trailer as well, but you know that Walton yeah. Goggins is going to face off against Mel Gibson. It doesn't happen until 20 minutes before it finishes. The fight is then not that creative, exciting, anything. I guess it has this mini twist of it looks like Walton Goggins has shot Santa in the head. <laughs> and like, you know, you're like, oh my God, he shot Santa in the head. He's fine. It doesn't matter. He shot him through the eye or something. <laughs> like, I think that was the only bit where you're like, oh. I did write, I did write down some funny lines um, on my phone when oh, I was watching this I'm looking this movie. forward to hearing these. Go like, on. And I they are remember made, them. They are from Walt, Walton Goggins. And oh, whenever his character's called Skinny Man. Did you? Yes, did you, I yeah, saw like, that. I didn't, I, get, I, don't, I didn't get it. I mean, he is skinny, but. Well, I guess it. he's because he's going up against. Yeah, skinny man. Yeah, idiot. Fucking hell. <laughs> go, back, go back to fucking school, you fucking idiot. Jesus Christ. Did you um, actually not get that? I, you know what? I didn't. I just this, <laughs> this film lobotomized me. <laughs> Sorry, when I saw it credited, I was like, oh, oh. That's, I guess that's that's cheeky. Oh, Jesus Christ! Right. So he he, he goes he goes into this like. He goes into this. Is he in, the, in an office at the time? And he's like, "I'm looking for the fat man. Where is he?" And then the guy's like, "Excuse me, Santa Claus, motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> so there's loads of like moments like that in the movie that I really kind of like just calm, like woke me up from my slumber for yeah, like yeah. Sl- okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for a split second. Um, yeah. Uh, there's some there's some other bits. He has other lines. I think the bit where he goes shopping for like a coat and he and he sells on the white coat is quite funny. Like he like he he comments on the color of green. Like there's a coat that's green. And he's like, a, like having green looks like fucking shit. <laughs> so it's like there's moments. Yeah, he's he's doing the best he can do. He that's is. He is funny though. He he's is so funny. funny. Have you seen him in? Vice Principles. Vice Principles. I haven't seen And it. The Righteous Gemstones. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Righteous oh. Gemstones. Yeah, yeah the Baby Vice Billy. Principles. Oh, he's so good. Yeah, my, I guess I only really know him from, like, the, the Tarantino um, movies, really, but... Oh, you got... you. All right, so stop watching Fat Man and watch Vice Principles. Watch all of Danny McBride's shows. So Eastbound and Down, Vice Principles, Righteous Gemstones. They're all oh. hilarious. Eastbound and Down, honestly, like, I've known about that show since I was, like, 10 years old. Like, seriously, when that show started, I I don't know why to this day I haven't seen it. Because I know it would be my thing. I know it would be my thing. It makes me laugh so much. Okay. Well, we can turn this into, like, a Danny McBride podcast for a month if you want. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I, honestly, I've already watched Eastbound and Down a few times. I will watch it again. And I'd love to watch Vice Principles again, to be honest. Okay. I, do you want to talk about Fat Man anymore? Are you done? Because <laughs> we've gone on to Danny McBride now. <laughs> uh, t- just I, all I want to say is it, is it doesn't know what it wants to be. It, no. it thinks it's edgier than it is. It's not funny enough to be heralded as a black comedy. And do you know what? It just feels half-hearted. Like Mel Gibson doesn't at any point really look like Santa. They don't even give him like the white hair. He's got gray hair. They, I don't even think they give him like a red coat at any point. They 
do like oh, give him like a hoodie at the very end at the end yeah he just i don't know the whole thing sucks and the only shocking i feel like they had this idea of santa being shot in the face and they were like that's a cool image let's work something around mm. that because that was the only part in the film where you're like oh, what yeah i mean even that seems quite excessive that was hyperbably of how i actually reacted which was just kind of like looking at the screen <laughs> i think i think that these <laughs> the nelms brothers are like a big are big fans of like fargo and like coen brothers movies like it feels like it's trying to be that as well mm. like that's and that's a really hard balance to that's there's a, the reason why they're so good at that and like kind of heralded as some of the greatest you know filmmakers of of our generation really but it, because they can balance that tone like nobody else well, the can. nelms brothers yeah, the Nelms brothers. <laughs> I think I think they're warming up. I think give them a few more years, you know, they'll be on the tip of everybody's tongue. But yeah, like they're trying to reach for that Coen Brothers energy it doesn't really work. I think there's also like a bit of like fetishizing of the Western. I think it also wants to be that. There's a lot of like mm. spaghetti Western guitar in this, especially in the like last giving scene. it a lot of credit. Yeah, I'm not a giving it credit. Of- I'm just telling you what it's trying to do. It's feeling out it. Oh, <laughs> but yeah it's trying it's trying to do that it's trying it's trying to have be everything it's trying to be everything but it's also dull as dishwater like like you said to me the other night it's dull as dishwater it is so boring i can't remember being this bored i've seen like we've seen over 200 movies this year i've not been this bored this year that oh you've seen a lot more than me <laughs> Uh, well, co- collectively, we probably yeah, we've seen like nearly four hundred movies this year. So like, yeah, uh, it's, yeah. it's it's bad. It's <laughs> it bad. is bad. It's bad. Yeah, yeah. This one felt like a chore. Not I lie. really owe you next time. If we're doing this again, I'm, I'm going to give you something. Give you something. I'm going to give you something. So I nearly give you Santa Slay. I never. I nearly give. I basically gave you Santa Slay, but I, mm. you know, I just knew something in my head when, told me not to go for it, and I was right. When should we do this again? Because this is the only time we did it in 2023. And I I was thinking, like, I would like to... I like the theme of Christmas. Do you think maybe, like, Valentine's Day? You want to make this, like, a a bi-monthly thing? I feel like maybe we should... Maybe around, like, certain... Certain holidays that that work that that like films push out shit. So I reckon I I think Valentine's Day would be a good one because they always try to push yeah. out a shitty rom com around Valentine's Day. We can find some rom coms. Easter's not really a thing. Like they got is it? No, I don't. No, I don't think. I don't want to watch Peter Rabbit. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah, I think that's kind of it. Um, <laughs> Pancake, Day Pancake Tuesday movies. Is there anything like that? Maybe. Um, no, Val- Valentine's Day. I think that's the thing. I think yeah, there's loads of that. There's loads uh, of may- shit. Maybe when we're, we're we're struggling for films, maybe there hasn't been many new releases. We'll just do a random one where we're just trying to find something in the depths. But I reckon I reckon we should come back Valentine's Day and do this. I reckon so. Let's call could it a quite, date. Could be quite romantic. Could it be? Don't stand me up. I won't. <laughs> I'll stand you up. Oh. There's yeah, because I feel like when I go on streaming services, there's always like some me like there's always a poster that's got loads of love hearts on it every time I go past it. So mm. we should be fine. Yeah. Um plus I, that, I'm in the mood for a rom com. Are you? No. Uh, actually no I'm not. No. But do you know what harkening back to that uh, you know when there used to be rom coms out all the time? 
I um yeah. I love that genre. Maybe we I can find see. something. Yeah, maybe we can find something. I grew up with sisters, so you know, I was always exposed to that kind of movie in our house. So mm. yeah, I I love that sort of stuff when it's good. When it's good, like I. Like, I remember with circa 2011, I was watching, I was putting on like Easy A every, th- every fucking week. <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, if we could find some treasures, I, should it be like, what is the aim of this segment? Is it to find something to punish the other person with? Or are we actually trying to find a genuine jam? I think originally it was to punish. And I think now it's, it was a terrible idea. I think it's, something to enjoy doesn't like santa's sleigh we're not coming away being like it's a gem of a film it's one of you know how people have gotten this it's more like i had fun with it it was a fun time it's silly Mm -hmm. it's stupid so like something i think you're right i think after talking about fat man i can actually say that i enjoyed santa's sleigh like yeah it was like citizen Kane compared to fat man yeah Fat Man can be forgotten. I think we can, you know, it's up to me anyway because you challenged me for this one. So it is in the realm of forgotten. Yeah, forget it. Don't. When did it come? When did it come in twenty twenty? Because we said Cats started COVID, but did this start COVID? Well, yeah, but Cats was Cats was the start of twenty twenty. So surely this would have been the end, (laughs) right? Oh yeah, but could have been like you know. Sometimes they just release this shit on like. March oh, or whatever. Don't no, they? November. Apparently, it was uh, released in November of 2020. I guess things only three years old. Jesus. Yeah. Um, distributed funny... by Saban Films, which is um, Saban are the toy company who do Power Rangers, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, strange. Yeah. Ugh, whatever. Um, I don't. Yeah, think I've things. nothing. Nothing positive to say. The movie no. was shot in focus and looks high definition. Yeah. Stop <laughs> stop giving Mel Gibson film roles. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. His face is very wrinkly. He's had his time. He's, he's had, had his, his time. time. We can't You know he's gonna come back for like a, a, le- a like a lethal weapon reboot, like Expendables Five. Yeah. As fat man, <laughs> as fat man, he's not even fat. Like he's quite, he's actually, he's very bulky in this. Mm. There's mm. a yeah, there's a scene where they're like, like going to like almost him and Mrs. Claus are getting, you know, getting jiggy under the sheets, and I'm like, what am I watching? <laughs> yeah, you know, Bill Goldberg, you did a much better job. Yeah, like a much better job. Just trying to spread a little Yuletide fear. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Brilliant line. Brilliant line, right? I think he only talks in puns. Basically. Until the end. Until he's like, ah, fuck you, old man. I'm going to beat you at this curling match. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Terrible line. (laughs) Alex's favorite scene in the movie. The strip club. Oh, yeah. No comment. No comment. <laughs> don't, don't be Alex, is that our show? I think that's it. I think that's it. Uh, this has been fun. Um, I don't know if we're going to be back until after the new year now. Actually, we. I think we are definitely back after the new year now. So Chris and I are having a little Christmas break. So yeah, this is your Christmas episode. Uh, but when we're back, we will be doing our year in review. 
Um, so give us we'll some time to catch up so, with some yeah. of those films that we miss maybe throughout the year. Um, I know we've both been very busy. I've been catching up with Theatre Camp on Disney+. Plus. Will it make the top ten? Who knows? I did really like it. We've both seen Godzilla Minus One. Will yes. it make the top ten? I think there's a good chance. Yeah, there is no a good spoilers. chance, actually. No spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> no spoilers. <laughs> it's, it's my favorite film of the year. Not spoiling anything, but it might get in the top ten. <laughs> it's not my favorite um, film of the year, but it was... But yeah, I really, I really enjoyed last year doing our like, top tens. Um, they're silly, because they don't mean anything. And by yeah. the end, of, by the, you know, a month later, I feel like it's changed again. Um, and we but... provisionally talked about them off air to each other, and both of our lists are quite different this year. Yes, right so, now, right, right now. now, yeah. I think it'll be interesting. Yeah, so uh, yeah, looking forward to mm. uh, playing with that and um, seeing how that goes, and ranking art in the order of ten to one. Yeah, just completely reducing it down to a ranking. So, should we do like what they do on YouTube, where they have like S tier? <laughs> <laughs> poor and like terrible and everything oh, oh, we could do something like that. anyway Re- reading the day. entire mcdonald's uk menu <laughs> ranking it mcnuggets s tier nah no i'd say so anyway we're not nuggets gonna get in an s tier are you kidding me yeah they, they're nostalgic that is the taste of mcdonald's to me that cardboard b flavor. tier b tier at the most <laughs> Uh, Too fancy for that. You're more like a, a select guy. Yeah, but I still wouldn't put them S tier. Double cheeseburger S tier. Oh, I agree. <laughs> good, good. We agree on something. We agree on something. Anyway, um, yeah, that I think that is the film angle for 2023, which is kind of weird to say. Um, yeah. But yeah, we'll we'll be back in early, very early in the new year to give you our top ten films of 2023. Um, but yeah, no, merry merry Christmas and a happy new year. Well, happy yeah, holidays Christmas, if you don't celebrate Christmas. Um, have a have a have a lovely time, everyone. Merry Christmas, Alex. Yeah, Merry, Merry Christmas, Chris, to to you and to your family, and to your family, and to Cody, and, and to your family. Well, he is my family, so of course he'd be included in that, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> to your dog as well. Uh, she has a name. Um, shit. No, joking. Merry Christmas, Willow. We call her name's Willow, but we call her. We're now starting to call her Uncle Willow. That's very strange. Why? She's getting because she's getting a little bit older, and I. So we're trying to call her Uncle Willow, even though oh, she's a girl. Weird. Sure, she loves that. See you later. Yeah, Merry Christmas. <laughs> That's the film angle for 2023. I'm Alex, and I'm Chris. Goodbye. Good night. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And to all a good night. <laughs>